Hello and welcome to Pop Matters. This is Mark Sean and the Vocalizers, and we are so excited to dive into the music of 1990. It is time to play. Follow us on Instagram at Vocalizers underscore. Subscribe to us on YouTube. And if you would like to support future episodes, please visit patreon.com slash the vocalizers. You can make a monthly donation as low as $1. That's patreon.com slash the vocalizers. This podcast is supported by listeners like you. We hope you enjoy the show. Back to me. The vocalizers will open a new chapter. In a world where pop matters. It was 30 years ago, 1990. Justice Williams Brennan Jr. resigned from the U.S. Supreme Court and paleontologist Sue Hendrickson discovered the remains of a T-Rex in South Dakota. David Dinkins was sworn in as the first African-American mayor of New York City. President Bush signed the Americans with Disabilities Act into law. Margaret Thatcher resigned as British. Prime Minister. The Soviet Communist Party relinquished its 70-year-old monopoly of political power in Russia. Michael Milken was sentenced to 10 years in prison for a security law violation. Back in the year 1990, the Cold War ended and East and West Germany reunited. Time Warner Cable was launched. Microsoft released Windows 3.0 and the Hubble telescope went into space. Seinfeld premiered on NBC, The Simpsons debuted on Fox, and General Hospital aired its 7,000th episode. Home Alone was the most popular film, Jurassic Park was the best-selling book, and Cheers, NBC, was the top TV show. Driving Miss Daisy won four Oscars, including Best Picture, Murphy Brown, CBS, won an Emmy for Outstanding Comedy Series, Bette Midler's Wind Beneath My Wings won a Grammy for Song of the Year. In the year 1990, unemployment averaged 5.6%, inflation was 5.39%, and the retail price for a gallon of gas averaged $1.34. Potatoes were 89 cents for a five-pound bag. Coca-Cola cost $1.99 for an eight-pack, and eggs were 89 cents a dozen. A General Electric washing machine cost $199, and Cheer Liquid Laundry Detergent was $3.49 for a half-gallon container. Campbell's Soup introduced cream of broccoli soup into the marketplace. It soon became their most successful new soup in over 50 years. In 1990, Campbell's also produced its 20 billionth can of tomato soup. In an attempt to lower the amount of saturated fat in their food, McDonald's began to cook french fries in vegetable oil instead of 90% beef fat. In 1990, Time Magazine's Man of the Year was George H.W. Bush. Seinfeld premiered on NBC. The Simpsons premiered on Fox and soon became America's favorite animated comedy. The X rating was replaced by NC-17, which is no children under 17. And here are five most popular TV shows from 1990 to 1991. Number one, Cheers, which was on NBC. Number two, 60 Minutes by CBS. Number three, Roseanne on ABC. Number four, A Different World on NBC. And number five, 
The Cosby Show on NBC. Here are 10 cool food and beverage trends for the year. Number one, bagel bites. Number two, beefaroni. Number three, bologna. Number four, chicken Caesar salad. Number five, bunkaroos. Number six, Gordon's fish sticks. Number seven, slim fast. Number eight, spaghettios. Number nine, Totino's stuffed nachos. Number 10, Totino's pizza rolls. This article teaches you fun facts, trivia, and historical events from the year 1990. Find out about popular TV shows, movies, music, books, foods, sports facts, and other cool pop culture trends to get the right mix of questions and answers for your 1990s themed trivia quiz here at HobbyLark.com. You can't touch this. This is a song co-written, produced, and performed by MC Hammer from his 1990 album, Please Hammer, Don't Hurt Him. It's considered to be a signature song of his and his most successful single ever. Along with Hammer, Rick James shares songwriting credits with Alonzo Miller because the song samples prominent opening riff from Super Freak from Rick James' song, Super Freak. It has been used or re-referenced in television shows, films, commercials, and other forms of media. It has also received multiple awards and recognitions. This song is most notable as the winner of the Best R&B Song and Best Rap Solo Performance and the first rap song to be nominated for Record of the Year at the 33rd Annual Grammy Awards in 1991, as well as the Best Rap Video, Best Dance Video at the 1990 MTV Video Music Awards. It peaked at number one in the Billboard Hot R&B Hip Hop Singles and Tracks and is on the charts for several countries. Spicy. I was getting jiggy with it. <laughs> I know, I wanted more. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Definitely makes you want to dance. Oh, There's a, a lot of asked, 90s. Jay wasn't a thing to twerk, Rip but then I was like, they're about to twerk for real and get down. Like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you totally see yourself twerking to that one. <laughs> get, get, In 1990, uh, they called it freak um, dancing. Oh, my gosh. What were, were those? Get freaky on, yes. Oh, yeah. In the 80s, I called it dirty. Yep. Dirty dancing. Oh. 90s, we got freaky. <laughs> got down on it. Bye. Can't touch this. PBS.org explains that pop culture is that loose blend of books, music, fashion, and other daily mix that contributes to the identity of society at a particular point in time. In the 1990s, film, television, books, and the internet defined the essence of American pop culture. Favorite Christmas gifts included Batman action figures, the Bob Mackie Barbie, Madeline Ragdoll, Tribon board game, Nintendo Game Boy, and the Super Mario World video game. Popular baby names were Michael, Christopher, Matthew, Joshua, Jessica, Jennifer, Amanda, and Ashley. Fashion trends in 1990 included solid colors, army surplus clothing, navy blue blazers, khaki chinos, Oxford shirts, plain white kegs, ballet flats, boat shoes, oversized sweatshirts. Here are some examples of 1990s lingo. Bling bling. Wear nice jewelry. Blood. Friend. Chill out. Calm down and take it easy. FYI, for your information, freak out, go crazy, and get over it. 
exactly what it says. <laughs> old school, old fashioned, whacked, someone who is out of their mind, and yada, 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 to make a long story short. On December 20th, the world's first website and server went online at CERN. The most popular musicians of 1990 were Aerosmith, Babyface, Bobby Brown, Invogue, Hart, Janet Jackson, Johnny Gill, Keith Sweat, Lenny Kravitz, Lisa Stansfield, Luther Vandross, Madonna, Mariah Carey, M.C. Hammer, Michael Bolton, Michael Jackson, Phil Collins, Prince, Quincy Jones, Regina Bell, Roxette, Seduction, Stevie B, Taylor Dane, Troop, and Whitney Houston. Popular music in the 1990s saw a continuation of teen pop and dance pop trends, which had emerged in the 1970s and 1980s. Furthermore, hip-hop grew and continued to be highly successful in this decade, with a continuation of genre's golden age. Aside from rap, reggae, contemporary R&B, and urban music in general, remained extremely popular throughout this decade. Urban music in the late 1980s and 1990s often blended with styles such as soul, funk, and jazz, resulting in fusion genres as a new jack swing, neo-soul, hip-hop soul, and G-funk. You've got mail. And presenting popular movies from 1990, according to Box Office Mojo. Number one, we have Home Alone with Macaulay Culkin in his breakout role Number and two, Joe Pesci. Ghost, Patrick Swayze, Demi Moore, and Whoopi Goldberg. Number three, Dances with Wolves, starring Kevin Costner. Number four, Pretty Woman, starring Julia Roberts and Richard Gere. Number five, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, featuring Kevin Clash. Number six, The Hunt for Red October, starring the late, great Sean Connery Number and Alec seven, Baldwin. Number seven, Total Recall, with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sharon Stone. Number eight, Die Hard 2, Die Harder, starring Bruce Willis. Number nine, Dick Tracy, starring Warren Beatty and the lovely Madonna. And finally, number 10, Kindergarten Cop, featuring the one and only Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's time to kick ass and chew bubble gum, and I'm all out of gum. The first rap single to reach number one in the U.S. was Ice Ice Baby in 1990. The first rap single to reach number one in Canada was Rapper's Delight in 1980. On May 17th, the World Health Organization, which is pronounced and abbreviated as WHO, removed homosexuality from its list of diseases. Nelson Mandela was released from prison in South Africa after 27 years of imprisonment. First appearances in the nurse in the 1990s, most popular Christmas gifts, toys, and presents, Batman action figures, Bob Mackie Barbie, Madeline Ragdoll, Tribon the Game, the Power Drencher Water Guns, and Taboo. I've fallen and I can't get up. Mrs. Fletcher in a Life Call commercial was a popular expression in 1990. And in 1990, the minimum wage was $3.80 per hour. Bart Gets an F was the highest rated episode of The Simpsons, 
33.6 million viewers tuned in during its original airing on October 11th. 1990. Mr. Rogers sued the KKK for impersonating his voice in pre-recorded messages. These messages said AIDS was divine retribution and included radio skits simulating lynchings of black children on a playground. The tapes were circulated among elementary and middle school children. The cool people were watching Twin Peaks on ABC. Everybody's watching Macaulay Culkin in Home Alone. The really, really cool people were wearing parachute pants, just like MC Hammers can't touch that. A Nintendo Game Boy was $89.97. And from 1982 until 1990, the Hot Black Singles chart finally changed um, to the Billboard Hot R&B and Hip Hop chart. The music doesn't stop when it comes to pop. Don't forget to follow the Vocalizers on Instagram at Vocalizers underscore. And if you'd like to support future episodes, please donate at patreon.com slash the Vocalizers. That's patreon.com slash the Vocalizers. Thank you for listening. And now, guys, we're going to dive into the Billboard Top 100 singles of 1990. Are you ready? Here we go. Starting at the bottom with number 100 Tic-Tac-Toe. By Kuiper. 99, Minatrosa, Mellow Man, Ace. Number 98, Thieves in the Temple by Prince. Number 97, Swing the Mood, Jive Bunny and the Master Mixers. Number 96, Without You, Motley Crue. Number 95, Whole Wide World by Amy Laurent. Number 94, Just a Friend by Biz Markie. Just a Friend is a song written, produced, and performed by American hip-hop artist Biz Markie. It was released in September 1989 as a lead single from his album, The Biz Never Sleeps. It is Markie's most successful single, reaching number 9 on the Billboard Hot 100 in 1990. The song interploits the 1968 song, You Got What I Need, recorded by Freddie Scott whose basic chord and melody provided the bass for the song's chorus. Marky's lyrics describe romantic frustration after pursuing a woman who is actually romantically involved with another man, who she falsely claims is just a friend. Due to the widespread popularity of the song along with its acclaim and its influence on pop culture, and Marky's failure to have another chart and Hot 100 song, Biz was classified by VH1 as a one-hit wonder. And Just a Friend was ranked 81 on VH1's 100 Greatest One Hit Wonders of All Time. The single was certified platinum on April 12, 1990. <laughs> 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 I love it. Yes, that was so awesome. I love it. Stay's just a friend. No wonder why it was certified platinum. It's got this right. universal message, you yeah, know, something right. that we all go through. It's just iconic. It really is. Mm-hmm. Number 93, Jerk Out by the Time. 92, Forever by Kiss. Number 91, what It Takes by Aerosmith. 90, This One's for the Children by New Kids on the Block. 89, Make You Sweat by Keith Sweat. Number 88, When I'm Back on My Feet Again by Michael Bolton. 
Number 87, We Can't Go Wrong, The Cover Girls. Number 86, It's Just the Way You Love Me by Paula Abdul. 85, Come On and Get My Love by Deep Mob featuring Kathy Dennis. Number 84, All Girl by Paul Young. Number 83, Whip Appeal by Babyface. Whip Appeal is a song by American musician Babyface. It served as the third single from his second album, Tender Lover, written by Babyface and Perry Pebbles Reed. Whip Appeal was released on February 22, 1990 by Solar Records and Eppert Records. Whip Appeal peaked at number six on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 Singles Chart in April 1990. It also reached number two on the Hot R&B Hip Hop Songs Chart and number 39 in Canada. The song received a Grammy Award nomination in the Best R&B Vocal Performance Male Category and a Soul Train Music Award nomination in the Best R&B Soul Single Male Category. It's me, Mario! Okay, baby face. Oh, yeah. I love it. That I liked. I liked that a lot. That was very cute, too. That was vibing. He's got, I see where Bruno Mars gets his moose from. (laughs) (laughs) Number 82, I Go to Extremes by Billy Joel. Number 81, Everybody, Everybody by Black Box. Number 80, Romeo by Dino. Number 79, All or Nothing by Millie Vanilli. Number 78, Love Shack by the B-52s. Love Shack is a single by American new wave band, the B-52s, from their 1989 album Cosmic Thing. It was released on June 20th, 1989, and was produced by Don Was. The song was a comeback for the band following their decline in popularity in the mid-1980s and the death of guitarist Ricky Wilson in 1985. Love Shack is considered the band's signature song and has been a concert staple since its release. Commercially, the single topped the charts in Australia, Ireland, and New Zealand and reached number two on the UK singles chart, number three on the US Billboard Hot 100, becoming their first top 40 hit, and number five on the Canadian RPM top single chart. It also became a top 20 hit in Belgium and the Netherlands. Rolling Stone named Love Shack the best single of 1989 and ranked it 246th on its list of the 500 greatest songs of all time. The song was also named one of the 365 songs of the century in 2001. Life uh, finds a way. Oh, it's all, I love it. Love wow. Shack, baby. The great song of the tippy, the great song of the tippy trio in every bar. I love how upbeat mm. it sounds. Just it makes me want to like dance and just go crazy. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll grab, I know. grab your hands and go dance with you anytime, Bubbles. <laughs> mm. Oh yeah, Let's do it. go for it. The B-52s. It had really great rhythm. I really yeah. was rocking to it. You know that song was in the, the Flintstones movie. The Flintstones, yeah. Yeah. I love the Flintstones. Yeah. yeah. I love it too. Like the live action movie, not 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 the animated one, the live action movie. And I also song. love the ending of Love Shack where she's like, Tin Roof. Rusted. 
Next one's up. Number 77, Just Like Jesse James by Cher. Number 76, Love Takes Time by Mariah Carey. 75, Epic by Faith No More. Number 74, Here We Are by Gloria Estefan. Number 73, Get Up Before the Over by Tektronic featuring your kid K. Number 72, I Remember You, Skid Row. Number 71, What Kind of Man Would I Be? by Chicago. Number 70, King of Wishful Thinking by Go West. Number 69, Girls Night Out by Tyler Collins. Number 68, Price of Love by Bad English. Number 67, Love Song by Tesla. Number 66, Enjoy the Silence by Depeche Mode. Number 65, Giving You the Benefit by Pebbles. Number 64, that's my song, Free Fallin' by Tom Petty. Free Fallin' is the opening track from Tom Petty's debut solo album, Full Moon Fever, which came out in 1989. The song was written by Petty and his writing partner for the album, Jeff Lynn, and it features Lynn on backing vocals and bass guitar. The duo wrote and recorded the single two days, making it the first song completed for Full Moon Fever. Free Fallen is one of Petty's most famous tracks, as well as his highest and longest charting. It peaked at number seven on the Billboard Hot 100 Singles Chart in January of 1990. Petty and the Heartbreakers performed the song at the MTV Video Music Awards in 1989 with Axl Rose and Izzy Stratton. The song is ranked number 179 on Rolling Stone's 500 greatest songs of all time. It was featured in the film Jerry Maguire, which came out in 1996. Lou Reed selected the song as one of his picks of 1989. The song was number two on the Spotify Global Viral 50 following the death of Petty. The song and lyrics make reference to the San Fernando Valley region of Los Angeles, including uh, Rosetta, a neighborhood in the San Fernando Valley. Uh, brings so back memories. Makes me think of jumping out of a plane and skydiving, but like in a nice way. Because I wouldn't skydive, but I would with that song. <laughs> it came out in 1990. I, I would think it came out even like earlier than that. Right? Nope. That's crazy. I know. Yeah. Oh, no, I thought it came out in like, uh, but it would have come out in like the late 90s or something. Yeah. Because nope. even I know that like, you know, that song. <laughs> It was one of the one of the great bridge songs between the eighties and nineties because it still had that eighties vibe, but Tom Petty was in the process of revamping his image a little bit right. to keep it current. Right. But he never lost the fact that at his heart he was a singer songwriter and a folk rock musician, which is what he's always been. That hard, you know, but kind of folk rock, but also hard rock musician. Yeah, definitely and loved it. I really like it. Yeah. I really like the lyrics and the melody. Plus, also he was from that region. We talked about you know. Living in Reseda, you know, he was from L.A. He was from Reseda. He was from Monterosa. You know, he was from all those regions, you know, Bakersfield. That's awesome. Wow. So you can, like, kind of relate to, like, yeah. geographically. Oh. oh, yeah. You know, when I when I first heard the song, I was like, I feel like I'm in some sort of, like, old shack just sitting down outside in the woods, just staring at the lake and the sunset. Like, that's the kind of vibe I get. Okay, so next on our list on the Billboard Hot 100 of 1990. Number 63, 
I'll Be Your Shelter by Taylor Dane. Number 62, The Humpty Dance by Digital Underground. Number 61, Janie's Got a Gun by Aerosmith. Number 60, Can't Stop by After Seven. Number 59, Black Cat by Janet Jackson. Number 58, Something Happened on the Way to Heaven by Phil Collins. Number 57, Just Between You and Me by Lou Graham. Number 56, I Wish It Would Rain Down by Phil Collins. Number 55, You Can't Touch This by MC Hammer. (laughs) Number 54, Ready or Not, After 7. Number 53, Do You Remember by Phil Collins. Do You Remember is a single performed by Phil Collins released in 1990 from his album, But Seriously. The song had minor success in European countries, but went to the number one what went to number one on both the Canadian and U.S. adult contemporary charts. It also peaked at number four on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100, becoming the third top 10 hit from the album and reached the number one in Canada to become Colin's third consecutive number one single from the album. A live performance of the song appears on the Serious Hits live album. The live version was released as a single in Australia and Europe, where it reached number 57 on the U.K. single charts and the top 30 in Belgium, France, Ireland, and the Netherlands. The song's lyrics are from the perspective of a man whose relationship is falling due to his lover's neglect. An instrumental cover performed by the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra was released later. It was extremely popular in Bulgaria during the early 1990s due to a then-famous teenage TV program using it while showing its closing credits. The song was also featured in the United States Army aviation action movie Firebirds, starring Nick Cage and Sean Young. Phil Collins. Wow. wow. He's got a really unique he voice. Does. Collins, I just love him. Yes. Um, I've always, ever since I heard his songs in the movie Tarzan, I was like, I would search for him more and more. And this song. Oh my gosh, great. I know. Yeah. He has such a unique voice. Powerful yet soothing. Yeah. I just, I just, I've loved him since I was a teenager and I, I just could listen to him all day, all night, <laughs> sing his songs. I absolutely adore Phil Collins. I loved him more. I, I loved Genesis, but I loved him more after Genesis because he broke away from the commercialism of the band and actually became his own artist and started being Phil Collins, like as a vocalist, as a drummer, as a piano player. And you heard the difference in his music. Yeah. And it'd be so much more unique. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yes. I forgot he did Tarzan. Oh my yes. God. What? <laughs> that's when I first heard him too. Yeah, yeah me too. I, yeah. I was so. He also has this other song that I think Mariah Carey covered. Oh, yeah. What was that? Called? It was called, I think, Against, against All Odds. Odds. It's called Against All Odds. Odds. It's Against All Love Odds. Love it. The music uh, doesn't stop when it comes yes, to pop. What's, what's the next song? <laughs> Number 52 How Can We Be Lovers by Michael Bolton. Number 51 Praying for Time by George Michael. Number 50 No More Lies. By Michelle. Number 49, Come Back to Me by Janet Jackson. Number 48, With Every Beat of My Heart by Taylor Dane. Number 47, Have You Seen Her? MC Hammer. Number 46, Blame It on the Rain by Millie Vanilli. Number 45, Ice Ice Baby by Vanilla Ice. Ice Ice Baby is a hip-hop song written by American rapper Vanilla Ice, Kay Kennedy, and DJ Earthquake. It was based on the baseline of Under Pressure by British band Queen and the British singer David Bowie. 
who did not receive any songwriting credit or royalties until after it had become a hit. Released on his debut album, To the Extreme, Ice Ice Baby was first released on the B-side to Vanilla Ice's cover of Play That Funky Music. But the single was not initially successful. When disc jockey Dave Morales played Ice Ice Baby, instead it became to gain success. Ice Ice Baby was the first hip-hop single to top Billboard Top 100. Outside of the United States, Ice Ice Baby topped the charts in Australia, Belgium, the Netherlands, the Republic of Ireland, and the United Kingdom, thus helping the song diversify hip-hop by introducing it to the mainstream audience. I could see people in the 90s. Oh, like, yeah. Oh yeah. That was serious rap. Like, oh, yeah. God. They were spitting fire. They, they, they <laughs> sure did. They would just be all over the place. They loved it. I remember schools banning it from dances. What? Because it's in fights. Also, because Vanilla Ice was not the common rapper, there were fights yeah. and riots in schools. Because uh, yeah, they'd be like, how dare yeah. a white guy rap? Oh, Jesus. Mm-hmm. But, wow, and then also, didn't he sample something? Yeah, that he did. Mm. Yes, he did. That was all of it. Like, he's, he's a poser and whatever. So there was so much controversy over it. Wow, well, nevertheless, it was a fun song. What's next on the list of the Billboard Hot 100 of 1990? Number 44. All right, by Janet Jackson. Number 43, Here and Now by Luther Vendross. Number 42, Back to Life, However Do You Want Me, Soul to Soul featuring Karen Wheeler. Number 41, Everything by Jody Watley. Number 40, Rome by the B-52s. Number 39, I'll Be Your Everything by Tommy Page. Number 38, Rhythm Nation by Janet Jackson. Rhythm Nation is a song by America singer Janet Jackson, released as the second single from her fourth studio album. Janet Jackson's Rhythm Nation, 1814, in collaboration with Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Jackson developed the song's concept in response to various tragedies in the media, deciding to pursue a socially conscious theme by using a political standpoint with an upbeat dance music. In the United States, it peaked at number two on the Billboard Hot 100 and topped the hot R&B, hip-hop songs, and dance club songs chart. It also peaked within the top 40 of several single charts worldwide. Rhythm Nation received several accolades, including BMI Pop Awards for Most Played Song, the Billboard Award for Top Dance, Club Play, single and a grammy nomination for jackson as producer of the year that was Whoa, a, yeah right? i i remember dancing to this oh, as a kid wow. the choreography in this is awesome too <laughs> like and then she i think she's a, it's like oh, iconic yeah. i mean if you listen to the words and everything of rhythm nation and right. like it's meaning it's so so wow. damn powerful. It really is. Well, I, I mean, just, I love the energy that it's emitted from the song, like to the viewers and stuff, like to the audience. It's just such a positive energy too. Where Janet finally is actually really able to separate herself as an individual artist 
from the rest it. of the family. And, and she's but giving the message that, you know, hey, get into the rhythm, move. Rhythm Nation says it all, yeah. That's it, you know? Mm. I love that. This podcast is supported by listeners like you. If you'd like to support future episodes, please visit patreon.com slash thevocalizers to donate as little as $1 a month. Again, that's patreon.com slash the vocalizers. And now, let's continue our list for the Billboard Top 100 Singles of 1990. Incoming contact. Number 37, Downtown Train by Rod Stewart. Number 36, I Don't Have the Heart by James Ingram. Number 35, We Didn't Start the Fire by G- Billy Joe. Number 34, Dangerous by Roxette. Number 33, Step by Step. By New Kids on the Block. Number 30, Unskinny Bop by Poison. Number 31, Sending All My Love by Linear. Number 30, To Make It Right by Seduction. Number 29, Don't Want to Fall in Love by Jane Child. Number 28, Love Will Lead You Back by Taylor Dane. Love Will Lead You Back is a song recorded by American singer Taylor Dane for her second studio album, Can't Fight Fate, 1989. Written by Diane Warren and produced by Rick Wake, the song was released on January 20th, 1990 by Arista Records as the second single from Can't Fight Fate. Love Will Lead You Back debuted on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 on January 27, 1990. It reached number one on April 7th that same year and spent 15 weeks in the top 40, becoming Dane's sole chart-topping hit in the U.S. It also reached number one in the Billboard Adult Contemporary Chart and was certified gold by the Recording Industry Association of America. In addition to its U.S. success, the song peaked at number two in Canada, number 11 in Australia, number 28 in New Zealand, and number 69 in the United Kingdom. The song, written by American songwriter Diane Warren, is about a woman who who is willing to set her lover free because she is confident that one day his love will lead him back to her. Sometimes it takes some time out of your own now to find your way back home. Warren has stated she began writing the song while in a hotel in Russia and that she had Whitney Houston in mind, but Arista Records president Clive Davis wanted to let Dane record the song. She sings so, so beautiful. She has the most epic voice and she just sings and belts out a love song like it's like powerful and soothing and just so beautiful. I didn't recognize it till the chorus. I love that song. Oh, it was so, oh yeah. yeah. I want to learn this definitely. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. So next on our list. Number 27th, Can't Live Without Your Love and Affection, Nelson. Number 26, The Power by Snap. Number 25, If Wishes Came True by Sweet Sensation. And number 24, She Ain't Worth It. By Glenn Medeiros and Bobby Brown. Uh, number 23, Rub You the Right Way by Johnny Gill. Number 22, I Want to Be Rich by Callaway. Number 21, All Around the World by Lisa Stanfield. Number 20, Don't Know Much by Linda Ronstadt. Number 19, Release Me by Wilson Phillips. Number 18, Black Velvet by Alana Miles. 
Black Velvet is a song written by Canadian songwriters Christopher Ward and David Tyson and recorded by Canadian singer-songwriter Alana Miles. It was released in December of 1989 as one of four singles from Miles. It became a number one hit for two weeks on the Billboard Hot 100 charts in 1990 and reached number one on the album Rock Tracks chart. The song also reached number one in Norway, Sweden, and Switzerland and was a major success in several other countries. Miles won the 1991 Grammy for Best Female Rock Vocal Performance for the song and the 1990 Juno Award for Single of the Year. Since its release, the power ballad has received substantial airplay, receiving a Millionaire Award from ASCAP in 2005 for more than 4 million radio plays. The song was one of three in a demo Miles presented to Atlantic Records, which eventually got her signed to the label. Atlantic Records, much to the disappointment of Miles from whom the song had been written, gave the song to country artist Robin Lee to record. In the United States, Miles' version was released in December of 1989, while Lee's version was released two months later in February of 1990. This led to Miles being promoted by Atlantic on the pop and rock radio stations and Lee on the country radio stations. Lee even filmed the video clip of the song very similar to Miles's video. Miles released a new version of the song on a digitally released Elvis tribute EP to commemorate the 30 years since his death in August of 2007. It was later included on her 2008 Black Velvet CD. Yeah, sassy. sassy and classy. That's one of the best songs. <laughs> Smoke on the watch. Uh, well, in 1990, people didn't think that a female could really pull it together like a rockabilly pops type sound. Because Atlanta Miles had always before that been kind of a pop singer and not really been really popular yet. And But she had country roots with her father. And so she put this together as a tribute A to Elvis Presley and to prove that a mix of a bluesy rockabilly sound, that bluesy voice, and then put a rock beat behind it. You could create something that people would love. And well, we sure did. did. (laughs) Well, she proved them wrong. So next on our list for the Billboard Top 100 Singles of 1990. Number 17, Close to You by Maxie Priest. Number 16, All I Want to Do is Make Love to You by Heart. Number 15, Escapade by Janet Number Jackson. 14, Opposites Attract by Paula Abdul and the Wild Pair. Number 13, Pump Up the Jam by Technotronic. Pump Up the Jam is released as a single. It was a worldwide hit, reaching number two in the United Kingdom in 1989 and in the American Billboard Hot 100 in early 1990. The song was later certified triple platinum. It also peaked at number one in Belgium, Iceland, Portugal, and Spain. Pump Up the Jam has been described as a fusion of hip-hop and deep house elements, such as an early example of the hip-house genre, and it has been named as the first house song to become a hit in the U.S. Sonic's vocalist, Yakid K, was initially overshadowed by Congolese model, who appears lip-syncing in this music video and was featured on the first album cover as a marketing tactic. Yakid K was ultimately recognized upon a U.S. tour and a repackaged album cover that featured her instead of Feli. 
The Guardian featured the song on their A History of Modern Music Dance in 2011. And in 2020, Slant Magazine ranked it at number 40 in their list of the 100 best dance songs of all time. It's time to kick ass. <laughs> oh, fuck the jam. Oh, God. Oh, my God. That brings back so many wow. memories. Yeah, so yeah. I loved it. loved it. It's so full of, right. like, self-confidence yeah. and, like, it's grittiness just and just, like, yeah. just pump it up. Pump, pump wow. We used to play that in karate class during punch drills, and you see us sitting there, literally in our horse stance, doing punch drills, bobbing back and forth, basically weave dancing while punching <laughs> to pump up the jam. <laughs> it looked like the weirdest thing on earth. That's funny. Pump it up. I just want to say thank you to all of our listeners who have been listening so far. Uh, please sure to also subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Twitter, and if you haven't heard yet, we have another podcast by Mark Sean of the Vocalizers called Jollyland. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts. And now on with the show. Here are the rest of the Billboard Top 100 singles of 1990. Number 12. How am I supposed to live without you? Michael Bolton. Number 11. Do Me by Belle Biv DeVoe. Number 10. Blaze of Glory. By John Bonjo. Number nine, Idol of Love by Billy Idol. Number eight, Hold On by En Vogue. Hold On is a song by American girl group En Vogue. It was released in early 1990 as the lead single from their debut album, Born to Sing. Their song was produced by Denzel Foster and Tom. Thomas McElroy, and composed by the former two and all members of En Vogue. It peaked at number five in the UK and at number two on the Billboard Hot 100 charts in the US. In addition, the song reached number one on the Billboard Dance Club songs and the Hot R&B Hip Hop song chart. The song opens with an a cappella rendition of Motown standard Who's Loving You, written by Smokey Robinson and originally recorded by his group The Miracles. It features lead vocals by Cindy Heron and Terry Ellis, the vocals on the introduction. Following its release, the single peaked at number one on Billboard Hot R&B singles and number two on Billboard Hot 100 and number one on Billboard's Hot Dance chart. Hold On was also a hit in several countries worldwide, reaching number five in the United Kingdom, New Zealand, and number six in Germany, number 10 in the Netherlands, and number 12 in Austria. In 2007, the song's chorus was used and performed by Farrell in Jay-Z's song, Blue Magic. The song was also sampled in the Terminator X song, Buck Wildin'. Dump it, jump it, fuck that feeling, give all your best. Ooh, I love that. Yeah. God, I love that. There. You can really, you can really, from the beginning, the choral backgrounds where they, you know, the very beautiful choruses, the connectivity. You could tell that they, you know, invoke began as a group of young lady friends that were singing in their church choir. And they took that beautiful mix of harmony. And put a nice little hip hop background I to it, and well, you see what they come yes. up with. The harmonies, oh. the, the confidence, the confidence, and that high note she did. Oh my god, it took me away. Exactly. The, the transition that they did, though, from that uh, that choral thing to hip hop like that, that was just incredible. The way they did that was just beautiful. <laughs> that transition was perfect. Yes, I loved it. I think they're very underrated. 
So what's next on our list? We're getting down to the top 10. On the Billboard Hot 100 Singles from 1990. Number 7, Another Day in Paradise by Phil Collins. Number 6, Vision of Love by Mariah Carey. Vision of Love is the debut single by American singer-songwriter Mariah Carey, written by Carey and Ben Margulies. Vision of Love was released as the lead single from Carrie's self-titled debut album on May 15, 1990. After being featured on Carrie's demo tape for Columbia, the song was re-recorded and produced by Rhett Lawrence and Narada Michael Walden. Vision of Love features a slow dance theme tempo and backing vocals sung by Carrie herself and introduces her usage of the whistle register. Lyrically, the song describes both a past and present relationship with a lover. Carrie describes the vision of love she dreamed of, as well as the present love she feels for him. Vision of Love was performed on several television award show ceremonies, such as the Arsenio Hall show, Good Morning America, and the 33rd Annual Grammy Awards. It has been performed at every one of Carrie's concerts and tours and is featured on Carrie's live album, MTV Unplugged, and on many of her compilation albums. Wow. Yeah. Like, I just love listening to her sing. Her voice is just magic. Yeah, epic. So beautiful. I don't know. Well, I don't know. That should have been yeah. like number one know, right? me because that song debuted a it super really star <laughs> vocalist among the likes right. of Well, she's a, she's a pop diva. That's all there is to it. Like, I mean, there's no doubting that. Yes. And debuted at number one. Number one. But we we have to remember, though, that Mariah Carey began her career in a very late part of the 80s. And people really questioned whether or not she had the longevity because she had the 80s bubblegum pop thing going on, just like our next song did. And it was actually this album that that song was from that proved that Mariah Carey was not just a little bubblegum pop kid that was going (laughs) to... come and go like everyone else that she was a just legitimate yeah. hardcore artist and a vocal I got just gymnastic <laughs> just yeah. like yes. yeah people didn't know mariah carey yet but still, happy they didn't she know her world training so I'm happy no about that. Yet. <laughs> and now they do and her album was released on my birthday may 15th i was <laughs> a little baby Best present ever. And now, on with our list of the Billboard Hot 100 Singles of 1990. And don't forget, please follow us on Instagram at Vocalizers underscore. And if you'd like to contribute, you can visit patreon.com slash the vocalizers. That's patreon.com slash the vocalizers to make a contribution as low as $1. The music doesn't stop when it comes to pop. Thank you for listening to Pop Matters. So next on our list is number five, Vogue by Madonna. American singer Madonna from her second soundtrack album, I'm Breathless, which came out in 1990. It was released as the first single from the album on March 27th, 1990 by Sire Records. Madonna was inspired by Vogue dancers and choreographers Jose Cortez Extravaganza and Louis Extravaganza from the Harlem House Ball community, the origin of the dance form, and they introduced to her at the Sound Factory Club in New York City. Vogue is an upbeat house song which set trends in dance music in the 1990s with strong influences of 1970s disco within its composition. 
book also contains a spoken section in which Madonna name checks various golden era Hollywood celebrities. Lyrically, the song is about enjoying oneself on the dance floor, no matter who one is, and it contains a theme of escapism. Critically, Vogue has been met with appreciation ever since its release. Reviewers have praised its anthemic nature and listed it as one of Madonna's career highlights. Commercially, the song remains one of Madonna's hits, topping the charts in over 30 countries, including Australia, Canada, Japan, the United Kingdom, and the United States. It became the world's best-selling single of 1990, selling over 6 million copies. The video has been ranked as one of the greatest of all time in different critic lists and polls and won three awards at the 1990 MTV Video Music Awards out of a total of nine nominations. Ooh, I just had it in my mind by moving my arm. That's how the video is. I know. That's how the video is. Exactly just like that, Sean. Mm -hmm. <laughs> They're all just all arms. All arms. Yeah. <laughs> Striking a pose and yeah. everything like this. It makes me want to strike a pose. I want to strike all kinds of poses. <laughs> Taking selfies. Taking selfies. That's yeah. right. It's so iconic. Yeah. They didn't have cell phones back then. No, but well, they did. They had big get ones. It, it makes you want to get get your cell your your phone out and take a bunch of selfies to that song, does it not? And that song, I think you're gonna get the perfect selfie. <laughs> well, she had a meaning behind the song. I mean, that's being vogue, being original, being unintimidated by the world. But beautiful, it was so hip, very fun. Loved it. Yeah. She says, I know a place mm -hmm. we can get away. It's yeah. called the dance yeah. floor. So here's Ooh, what it's for. Nice. So come on. It doesn't matter if you're a boy, girl, yeah. black, white. Music exactly. brings people together Amen to that. and dance. <laughs> and if you can't dance, you can even just sing yeah. a bed and dance. And making faces. She was. She was one of the first back then to really make stances through her music about the idea that it didn't matter where you were from or what you looked like. If you loved music and dancing, yeah, that's Just really enjoy yourself and and, awesome. and get into the music and just live life to the fullest. You know. Uh -huh. Yep. All right, and next up, number four, Poison by Belle Biv DeVoe. Poison is the debut single by the American vocal group Belle, Biv, and DeVoe. This song is the style of New Jack Swing, a late 1980s, early 1990s hybrid of R&B, hip-hop, and swing, was the group most successful. The lyrics written by Elliot Strait describe the dangers of falling in love with a deceptive woman. The song was written and produced by Elliot Strait, also known as Dr. Freeze. Straight had originally planned to feature the song on his own album, but plans changed when the members of Bill, Bill, and DeVoe heard his demo version. When the guys heard it, they went nuts. I didn't think that record was going to be that big because it was a personal love letter to my ex-girlfriend at the time. It wasn't a song at first. It was a letter. When I wrote it as a song, I let a lot of my friends hear it, and they said it was weird. After that, I put the music together. 
I was thinking I wasn't going to be on the album because such heavy weights were already on it. I ended up having two songs on the album, Poison and She's Dope. My weapon of choice, the turntables. Oh, I love that. Ooh, that, that was sexy. <laughs> totally sexy. I love that beat, yeah. though. It makes me want to like crisscross my legs and dance all over the place. Like, it was catchy, super. poppy. It was oh. funky. It had rap. It was all around a good like fly. It just yeah. reminded me of like the word fly for some reason. Like, oh my gosh, fly. it reminds me of a song. I know it's not the one that was in this movie, but I don't know if you guys have seen mm-hmm. um, the Disney movie Halloween Town 2, Calabar's Revenge, but like um, the witch's birth or whatever, like thing beat, and that's like one of my favorite songs in there. Nice. You know what? It makes me want to like just model for a Vogue magazine. That's what it made me want to do. I bet that people that were in high school when the song came out, oh, like yeah. that was the song. Def- Alright, next up. Number three. Nothing compares to you by Shanad O'Connor. Number two. It must have been love by Roxette. And the number one song of nineteen ninety was Hold On by Wilson Phillips. Hold On is a song recorded by American vocal group Wilson Phillips. It was released on February 27, 1990, as a lead single from their debut studio album, Wilson Phillips. The single topped the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 for a week in June 1990 and was the most successful singer of, single of that year in the U.S. The song won the Billboard Music Award for a Hot 100 single of the year in 1990. And at the Grammy Awards of 1991, Hold On received a nomination for Song of the Year. In 2017, Billboard ranked the song number 15 on their list of the 100 greatest girl group songs of all time. China Phillips wrote the song's lyrics while battling substance abuse, as well as being in a really bad relationship. She explained to Kelly Clarkson, I just said if I don't change my course, I'm going to be in a lot of trouble. Producer Glenn Ballard presented the track to the group, noting its needed lyrics. Phillips based the lyrics off the principles taught to her in AA, specifically the idea that things had to be taken one day at a time. The next day, Phillips returned with Hold On and sang it for Wilsons and Billard, who immediately loved it. I remember one guy I played it for. He said, that's not going to go anywhere. That's not a very good song. It's really corny. Philip recalls, I just remember thinking to myself, God, I hope he's wrong. This is a journey into sound. Ooh. I love that. Yeah, I love that. Beautiful. Ooh. Oh, Very yeah. Very touching Soothing yet powerful. Yeah. It has like mm-hmm. a universal Very, message. Yeah. yeah. And, it, and the one. harmonies in it and the just the way the girls come together and just it really touches you just it's got the right grip on you with the way they they sing it as a young boy i used to have when i was when that song came out i had the absolute hmm. biggest crush <laughs> on I can see and, uh, her dad her mom and dad are none other than michael and oh. michelle phillips from the mamas and papas and Carney Wilson and uh, Wendy Wilson are none other than the daughters wow. of legendary Brian Wilson of the Beach Boys. 
So what do you guys th- thought of when you heard the I song? thought of freedom, uh-huh. to be hold honest. Hold on. Yeah. No. Hold on. Yeah. Gotta hold on to, to the, everything that you have. You know. and, yeah. yeah. That Every, happiness. You're not, you're not just going to let someone just hurt you like that. You're going to stand tall and you're going to fight through till the end and wait for, wait patiently for that day. And everything will you be know? okay because you're holding on. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And fuck you. And that concludes our episode one of Pop Matters 1990. We hope you join us again for our next episode. Make sure you hit subscribe. Follow us on Instagram at vocalizers underscore. And if you like to contribute, you can contribute here on Anchor or on Patreon at patreon.com slash the vocalizers. And don't forget, we have another podcast available wherever you listen to podcasts called Jolly Land. And on our next episode, we will be covering the year of 1991 and pop music. Because the music doesn't stop when it comes to pop.